My name is Doug, and this is Mr. Wright. Waif, it means street urchin, ragamuffin, gutter snipe. But it also stands for writing acronyms is fun. That's the name of this episode, and I'll be talking about writing acronyms. It's something that was part of a epilogue episode that I got a reader comment about because I tend to use acronyms in some of the things I write, and they wondered uh, how I write acronyms, and it was something I was going to save for an epilogue episode, but then when I sat down to make some notes about answering that question for an epilogue episode, I found I had about six notes I can talk about, so we're going to talk about writing acronyms. First off, make it catchy. I don't know if I'm going to tag a piece before this or or not. So some of my acronyms I'm going to talk about are FEAR, which is Post-Human Elimination and Reclamation, ARIA, Anomaly Research Intelligence Agency, and SHIELD from Marvel, which I can't remember exactly what it means because it does change. But... Make it catchy. Also, sword from Marvel. And how could I forget our own acronyms? The BACN, the Blood Alcohol Content Network, and of course our show, Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. How could I forget those? Um, make it catchy. Obviously, in Marvel, Sword and Shield work together. In DC, you have um, DEO, the Department of Extra Normal uh, Operations, or something like that. Make them catchy. Remember, your people are going to have to say it. Your readers are going to have to read it. It's going to have to make sense. You want something quick and easy like scuba. Or once again, fear. Fear agents. Um, fear agents brings about, of course, fear, even though it's spelled differently and doesn't mean the same thing. Um, but you go, oh, what are fear agents? Are they agents that create fear? Are they agents that fight fear? It's already drawn them in. And they don't even know what the acronym stands for, let alone it may not know, if I say it out loud, that it's spelled differently. So it should have a meaning without explanation, which is the next note. Whenever you have a shadowy government agency, which tends to be mostly acronyms, you want them to have that uh, meaning without explanation. When you hear CIA, you automatically think counterintelligence, uh, well, or intelligence, uh, I'm saying in Fiction, not in the real reality. IRL, another acronym, in real life. But LOL, sounds fun. Everyone says it on an upslope in their voice. LOL, because it's a laugh out loud. It has a happy connotation. Um, so readers should be able to understand the meaning behind it without an explanation sometimes, um, for the most part. Um, or at least if you say it out loud, does it sound sinister? Does it sound happy? It should go, you know, it, sh it should have the emotion behind it. When you're writing them, this is the hardest part. And I was going to do one on air. I still might. Let me get out. Because there's a, a new one, and it wasn't going to have an acronym associated with it. But I thought it'd be fun to try to think of one on air so you can kind of hear the thought process. And I'm not going to use all the techniques while I do it, uh, if I do it on air. But a big one would be use... Use a thesaurus. When I did fear, and it's post-human, that was easy. Um, elimination, okay, they're going to try to kill the post-humans. And, well, okay, that, there's my A. And then reclamation was one where I, you know, looked up where it's like, you know, reclaiming 
land reclaiming a position. And I thought, okay, well, that makes sense because you do have humankind trying to reclaim their planet, trying to reclaim their place on the evolutionary food chain, so to speak. So it kind of did work that finding an R word, I didn't just look up reclamation. Um, I, you know, kind of looked around and went, okay, well, what are they trying to do? What can, and of course, you know, a bigger vocabulary is going to help. Um, a dictionary is not always a bad thing to have in your head or on your computer, which, you know, takes up a lot less space in your head. Ways to practice it. I play this game, and this is something I've rarely talked about uh, in public. I think only a handful of people that know me know I do this, and now so many more are going to. Whenever I'm sitting in traffic, I'll look around and I see license plates, and I don't care if they're from California or Alabama or, Col or Colorado. I look at the uh, the letters on the license plate, and I try to make up acronyms. Now, it could be a new government agency. It could be something sexual just for fun. Um, it could be something mildly inappropriate. Uh, it could be, I'm like, I'm like, I'll think of three ways to describe that person um, who I've never met. And what could they, you know, and then what, what is that person, what is that person like? So I've now created an acronym and a character to go with it sometimes. And that's just a fun way to practice putting your head in a mindset to create an acronym. Because I don't always have to spell something. Uh, my example with the CIA or DEO from DC Comics, they don't always have to spell things. It helps when it's catchy. They don't always have to spell things. When you're thinking about the acronym, you want to think about servicing the organization itself. And my one example from this, and it's an excellent example, is in the movie Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow and Jeff Bridges. And it's when you meet Agent Phil Coulson, where he keeps saying strategic homeland intervention and blah, blah, blah department, whatever the E, uh, e and L mean. And he keeps talking, like they, the running gag is like, oh, it's a mouthful, it's a mouthful. Who are you from? And at the end he goes, I'm from S.H.I.E.L.D. We shortened it. That is fantastic. A, a great funny payoff. Um, a nice little Easter egg for the nerds, of which I am one. Shouldn't have said nerds which is, with such vitriol. But let it serve the organization. Um, once again, it's catchy. It's short. Um, it gives the impression of what they are. It's a S.H.I.E.L.D. It protects us. I believe, and I don't know the the um, what the acronym stands for off the top of my head, but there is a like otherworldly observational department in Marvel Comics called Sword, um, and of course that implies attack. I mean, it could imply defense as well, but it, you know the point of a spear, so to speak, even though it's a sword. Um, and then of course you have Sword and Shield, which go hand in hand together to protect uh, an attack from. D both domestic and extra-dimensional uh, and extraterrestrial threats. In terms of the last note before we get into brainstorming an acronym, quote-unquote live, um, think about servicing the peace. This is something where you don't want to shoehorn a catchy acronym in if it's a matter of something like the FBI, CIA, NSA. And if it's A set in the real world, go ahead and use them. Uh, they probably already know you're using them already. You may not always have to think of a new organization or agency. But if you do, think about servicing the peace. Is it going to be something where, one of the ones I have written down, the acronym is going to be for angels, but 
they're actually bad guys. Which, you know, turning that convention on its head. Or is it something that needs to be kind of an alphabet soup, you know, sinister government overwatch organization? Um, is it something scientific where you're going to have something like SCUBA or LASER where once you have the acronym, it kind of, once again, has meaning without explanation. You know what a LASER is. Did you know it was an acronym? I didn't. I actually did, and then when I looked it up, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it stands for. It's light amplitude something or other. Obviously, I did a lot of research for this piece. I apologize. Um, but habit always service the piece. Is it uh, uh, flipping a convention on its head? Is it something where it's a nod to something else? There's a piece I'm working on uh, right now where there's going to be an acronym for AMBER, which I believe may be the one we work on later today, where it's a nod to Jurassic Park, bringing about the idea of being like trapped in time or trapped in a place. Even though it sounds positive, unless you're thinking about an AMBER alert, I think AMBER sounds positive. I think it's a, like a mellow yellow, um, not to be confused with the soda. Um, and it's where the dinosaurs come from, which at the beginning of Jurassic Park is great, uh, not so much by the end. So, in parting, let's try to do an acronym for AMBER. Now, I mean, I get through this. I have not thought of this beforehand. So remember that the AMBER experiment is trapping people within a time or place to keep them docile, to keep a rebellion under wraps. So, A, I would go with uh, maybe acronistic um, in terms of like keeping something out of time. Acronistic, maybe metabolic, because it's probably got something to do with their bodies. So we have acronistic metabolic barrier. For B, uh, let's do E, eradicating, and R, we're going to do resistance, and I'll put an unheard F after barrier. So, Amber, acronistic metabolic barrier for eradicating resistance. There you go. It's long, sounds evil as hell, um, and, you know, if someone goes, what? And they go, Amber. It's the Amber Experiment. That dialogue's already formed. You can already hear a scientist in the head of this group who's going to have an acronym as well. I guess I could have done that and then would have actually gotten some work done. But the shadowy uh, organization Shroud, which of course doesn't need to have an acronym. I think it serves its purpose in that it sounds shadowy, being it's a shroud is like a funeral head cover. A cover for morning. I mean, it's already got a, a dark sound to it. But there you go. There That took, what, maybe a minute tops? That's how easy. And I, you know, let's do, let's try to do, well, see, I don't have, I don't have a grasp on the other piece. I was going to do Angel, but um, I pulled that from my idea dump. So I don't have like a fully formed vision of the world. So I don't want to get into that just to fail. Now, I, now I think you're going to fail. And, you know, you're, well, everyone, I shouldn't say that, like, you're going to fail. I mean, it's okay if you can't come up with an acronym that works. Uh, try circumlocution. Try, instead of angel, angels give yourself, or seraphim, or Sarah, or heaven, or 
hosts or you know try to work around the word angel if, if that's what you want but right now if I tried to do angel or angels I would probably fail because I don't have I only have like a big toe in that world right now as opposed to even being ankle deep in it so I, I don't think I would I, I'd fail probably miserably like agency now yeah see I've already I've gotten I got the first instinct was was not great and the L, I'd want to be like something like logistics, but that's kind of ripping off shield. Um, so I'd probably want to add an S to it so I can get a different L word in there. Um, and yeah, so and G, I'd, I would never go government and, and nothing that on the nose. Um, the government never puts government in their acronyms for the most part. So I hope you enjoyed WAIF. Writing acronyms is fun. I did. I ended up thinking of an acronym for Amber, and that wasn't even on my list of things to do on this show, let alone I was not going to think of an acronym for Amber for the Shroud piece, but there you go, I'm going to use it. So you heard it here first, folks. So on that note, remember, you keep writing, they'll keep reading. Right on. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and no applause, just the clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.